Uh, Washington football's got Dallas uh, on Sunday, where the Cowboys come in struggling. Washington football just lost a heartbreaker to the New York football Giants. And again, guys, there's more issues with the team. Ron Rivera says, though, that even though he has had mixed messages, that's part of the plan, these back and forths, and that he can change his mind. And he's sticking with Kyle Allen against the Dallas Cowboys. A, first off, what do you think of the Giants' performance? They're actually sort of respectable. And B, what do we expect on Sunday against the Cowboys? It's a pick em, Chris Chion. Yeah, it's a pick em. What do I expect? I actually think Washington, it's hard to put trust in a team that has been losing to the Giants like that in that fashion. Um, but at the same time, I think that with the Cowboys patchwork offensive line, with Chase Young playing, with the defense, on paper at least, um, being better than the Cowboys are defensively. Like, the Cowboys, their key acquisition was Alden Smith this year, who hasn't played in five years. I mean, come on now. I think this Cowboys team is coming to fruition as the really not good to very poor football team that I at least thought we were going to see. And I think Washington wins this week, even with Kyle Allen. I can't believe that. But I think Andy Dalton's worse than both of the uh, Washington football team options. They're also getting Randy Gregory back. Don't forget him who hasn't played in. Uh, yeah, that's, that's big. No, it's not. No, no it's not. You don't, you don't think Randy, that will What help? has Randy Gregory done in the NFL besides get suspended multiple times? I mean, how many games has he really played? And how long ago was that? Like you mentioned, Alden Smith hasn't played in, what, five years? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Uh, Randy Gregory, when's the last time he was on the field? It had to be at least two or three years ago. If And, and it wasn't very long. The thing I, I agree with you, Chi. Unfortunately, uh, I did. This division is so putrid. I, I don't understand it. Just like you know, you watch Thursday night. That's ridiculous. Yeah, the Giants look respectable, but then again, this is the NFCs. You know, they came back and they shot themselves dead in the foot. How ironic is it uh, that they beat us by one and then lost by one in the final seconds to Philly? That's just how this division goes. But in in terms of this game, I don't. I offensively, I don't know what you're going to see because gee, we have no wide receivers. I don't know if you've yeah. seen the depth chart. We have nobody this week. We're going to have two guys most likely, uh, but that and probably Brown, who's been on the on the practice squad, will probably be will have to be active. Gandy Golden is out. Oh, I think he froze. Hold on. Gandy Golden's out. <laughs> Steven, how did he get hurt? <laughs> I know it's like we're trying to force who is sort of a, hurt a early, and they're not at all. Say yeah, Ken Golden got hurt early uh, last week. He didn't go to the poor Sadiq Charles. Jesus, we played like two snaps and was done. <laughs> so he's out. Uh, Christensen is. Christian is, is, is questionable. Uh, defensively, we should beat up on this, this offensive line. We'll be, we face patchwork offensive lines before. The Giants' offensive line was patchwork, and they did okay against them. They still lost the game, ultimately. Uh, your all-pro center in Zach Martin, concussed, he's out. Uh, Tyron Smith's been on the starting left tackle. Pro bowler, been on the IR. His backup is now on the IR. I don't know who the hell is on their line 
Uh, I have never seen Zeke uh, cough the ball up like he did last week. Yeah, something's going on with him, maybe mentally. Uh, the, it, losing backs getting to him. Is, but you know what? The thing is, with, when it comes to the offensive defensive uh, matchup, I agree with you up front. This front seven should eat. They yeah. should. The sure. Andy Dalton is a Statue of Liberty in the pocket. He's not going anywhere. Problem is, the back half of this defense, the secondary outside of Kendall Fuller, who is tied for first with four and the sevens in the league, is Swiss cheese and cannot cover your grandmother. <laughs> and the thing is, if you give Andy Dalton any amount of time with Cooper, Gallup, and Lamb against this secondary, He's going to dissect them, and he's he's going to carve them up. We have the pr- pressure, pressure, pressure mm-hmm. all day. The real has to has to dial it up because if he doesn't, and he gives these wide receivers any time to get separation and uncover, Dalton is a good enough quarterback. He'll find them, and they have it run after the uh, catch ability, and you know it, it could get ugly that way. Well, uh, we'll get to our predictions in a little bit, but there was also some news this week about. Um, the name change and how it may not be for a couple of years. Yeah. A couple of years. Who cares? Hey, who cares? And, you know, at, at, at this point, you know, in, in the middle of the season, we'll just talk about this after okay. this whole dumpster fire is over with. And, there, and therein lies another issue again with right. this thing. They're doing everything they can to sort of take away the eyeballs on what's happening on the field. It's all about something else. Like, oh, we're allowing fans in. Let me ask you this, guys. That's another piece of news. They, they say they're going to allow 3,000 season ticket holders to go to. Do, a, do they have that many? Would Honestly, and look, it's not. It's one of those running jokes on social media. Right. I'm not going to use this platform to do that. But I'm asking you a, a serious question, Chris. Could they get 3,000 people yeah. to go to a game? I heard an NBC report yesterday that Trey. Tracy Wilkins talked to excited Washington football team fans to go to the game. And I kind of thought to myself, seriously, you found like a group of, I mean, maybe just for the experience of going to a football game during the pandemic um, for that reason alone, maybe it would be, I guess, cool to be in a stadium with only 3000 people watching an NFL game. But outside of that, I I'm surprised that people would seriously want to go And back to the name just real quick. Um, Red Wolves, I'm kind of starting to feel again. You know, I saw like a picture of a Red Wolf. Apparently there's only like eight of them actually still alive in the United States. Uh, Beautiful animal. I'm starting to get on with that. They were in danger. I know there were just eight of them. (laughs) Yeah, they all together. (laughs) They should have been separated at this point. (laughs) Might as well be the the goddamn pandas because apparently Uh, we care about pandas. Ling Ling and Sing Sing. No disrespect. I grew up, we all grew up around these parts. When did this narrative of the panda become so like, I guess because it's the, the logo of the, the zoo, but do we really give I, a crap well, about pandas? I remember growing oh, up. But they're not fantastic. Like, they're actually sort of dangerous. Like, don't get near a panda. Oh, well, they'll, they'll, they'll take your head off. But <laughs> it, it's, it's still a bear. The operative word is panda bear. <laughs> but for, you know, uh, growing up here, when I was young, you know, we, we always took the, the field trips to the to the National Zoo and all yeah. that. And then all of the big hype with uh, Ling, when I was going, it was Ling Ling and Sing Sing. And would they have a baby? And that one died. And this one, she might have ate one. I don't know. So that was the thing. Uh, 
and ever since then it's just this is i started to go into the pen the pen the pen the pen <laughs> <laughs> but it's, ever since then it's, it's just that it's just been a fixture in this area for for some reason so would you I don't, yeah, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they get 3,000 fans. Now the Ravens are going to be, they're going to be stockpiled with people wanting to yeah. go. Yeah. I see this, what you're doing team. here though, Frank, because uh, there's nothing really exciting about this Washington football team here. So like you kind of conjure up different topics because it's like, how much can we crush the quarterback position and Dwayne Haskins right. for making poor decisions and just bash the offensive line for not playing well and the, and the injuries. It's just like in, in the front office, it gets exhausting. Yeah. Well, to your point, she earlier, a lot of people that I follow and follow me on Twitter, uh, the hog farmers and, and guys that they are there, the, the, the Redskins Twitter, I guess they might have changed it now. Uh, these people are, see, they will be there. I guarantee you they'll be there. Okay, these good. are people that are there all the time. And it's, it's their large group that is on my timeline that I know for sure these people will be in attendance next week now sure. three thousand is that i don't know about that number but i do know to your point there is a group of people that i mean these people travel and i don't i don't even know what i mean how you get the bread to do all this but every the, every road game they're there right they're there they're in front every home game they're there they're in front so that group of people I know for sure will be there. Three thousand. I did. This sound a little shaky to me. <laughs> so, I, don't where, I don't know where they got that number. But so there, is, got, there is a group of people that's interested and excited to go. Okay. So Maryland football starts tonight, guys. I know uh, Jamal's really excited about it. The proof is in the pudding for me. Uh, to is that a Jello, Jello thing? Yeah. No, I, no. That that was long before Jello. No, I don't it's think just a, it's just a statement. That's just a, just some people say. Really? The got, got, I thought proof is in the pudding came from Jello. Did it? I I, I, we had to Google that because I, I I was not aware of that fact. Yeah, I just yeah. thought it was, a, it was a statement that people said. I'm pretty sure Bill Cosby got us going with proof is in the pudding. Moving from the studio to coach some football now. He was an analyst for many weeks there doing some TV stuff, but now he's got to put on his uh, his uh, headset. And coach these Terps up. They got uh, racial justice stuff on their uniforms too. I, I just hope that they are focused and ready to prove critics like me wrong because I've got I've got a lot of question marks uh, about this football team. What are some of the things we can be excited about? Because again, he's playing coy, saying I don't want to name my starting quarterback. It's like, hello, you're Maryland. You're not you're not scaring anybody in terms. Well, you of don't have to. It's college. You don't have to. I Lame. You're going to see the difference between college and NFL is NFL. You have to name the starting quarterback because right. that's the guy you have to roll with college. You don't have to because you can enact a two quarterback system or whatever it is. Situationally, right. even if you name a star, it's not about who starts in college, it's more about who finishes because you're going to, I guarantee you're going to see baby Tua and Lance today. It doesn't matter who starts. You're, you're going to see them both. And I think going forward, then whoever they feel has, has got more control of the situation, they'll get the majority of the snaps. But in college, you, you can play two, three quarterbacks, and it's not a big thing. Okay. I hope it's to uh, to his brother. Yeah, I do too. And, 
Jake Cronk, he needs to have a big day today to starting running back. I was uh, he's, he's he's starting today. That's what I read uh, coming. Uh, you might know Jamal better than I do, but I read an article preview article okay. that said he was going to be a uh, top of that chart. That is fine by me. And anybody that does not root for this kid, you have no soul. He's come back uh, with his brother in college. His brother wanted to fight some fraternity brothers on my behalf who were uh, kind of messing me at the bar one time, I rob a fraternity. So I will always be indebted to the Funk family. I appreciated that. Uh, yeah, this, brother. yeah uh, this, this kid is kind of, he's had a whole lot of injuries and has, has battled back, so it's good to see him back. Now, what we can be excited for, and Chi, you can attest to this, Frank doesn't know what the hell's going on in college. No idea. No. Oh, he's, like, he has, he's got plays today. <laughs> but uh, number one, you, you already touched on the uh, the quarterback situation. You get Jerron Johnson back, who the last time he stepped on the field scored three touchdowns against Texas as a freshman. Wasn't in last year. Very exciting player. You get Raheem Jarrett, who was a top guy uh, from DeMatha. So I'm excited to see what they have a wide receiver. Defensively, this, this defensive class, especially on the defensive line that they have brought in, is one of the one of the tops in the country. So I'm interested to see have these guys uh play but frank you're not going to see this is not going to be instant uh mm -hmm. gratification because this team is very young and what he's doing i keep telling you loxley is building and he's every class that he's bringing in gets better and better the class he wrote in this year that's why i was excited to see them bring the big 10 back because i wanted to see uh the class that he brought in that i think was ranked 18th in the country i don't think maryland's ever been that high when it comes to uh, recruiting classes, at least right. as long as, as, as I've been alive. I don't remember it, if there was one. So it's it's a building process. So you're not going to see anything. You're going to see some excitement. You might not see everything you want to see right now. Because to your point, after this, if we, they're 11-point dogs today. Mm. After this, then they run a gauntlet. Next week, you've got Minnesota. Right. who plays uh, Michigan tonight. They're currently 24. You've got Penn State. And then you get Ohio State, nine and six. And then you have Michigan State, who was not ranked. So maybe that's a winnable game. Maybe Michigan State is not the Michigan State of old. But those games there after today, then you you're rolling into rolling into a gauntlet. But that's that's in their conference. And then you have Michigan, maybe two games after you get uh Indiana after Michigan State. Mm -hmm. You've got uh Michigan, after that, who's ranked, I guess, 19th at the moment, something like that. And then we've got your Scarlet Knights uh, to finish it up in the nine-game season. But tonight, they have, they kind of really have to have tonight because the next three games will be over. Yeah, next three games is, is Murder's Row. Uh huh. Well, I just I hope that they have a, a, a semi-successful campaign. And to your point, the reason I'm just sort of critical is I want to see them do well. But a lot of times I see programs that have not uh, succeeded um, sort of um, I'm trying to be gentle about this, but I, I just want to see them actually come through and produce better football than they had the last couple of years. Because it seems like every year they start off really fast. They beat Texas. And then it's like, so let's just try to make this season. Actually well, you know what? Uh, they, they get hurt all the time. But let's stay healthy. It's a young team, so they're going to build, you know, for years. It's not going to be right now. 
But I think the number one thing for this program is to say, stay healthy. How many quarterbacks are going to tear the ACLs? Right, right, right. You know, and, and knock on wood that nothing happens to Tua or, or Legrand. But they have not been healthy a quarterback for I don't know how many years. You know, you go back to the Edsel days, they had a linebacker start quarterback for four, four games. So the quarterback carousel has been rolling with this, this program for a long time. Just all over the, the entire roster, injuries, injuries, injuries. So I think the number one key for Loxley is health. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Getting back to the NFL real fast, uh, I guess Colin Kaepernick was uh, elected to his uh, College Hall of Fame yesterday in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Same day Antonio Brown gets signed, gets a, yet another chance with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it's funny how well, it's not funny, but it's just interesting how quickly his pass is sort of just—it's passed. He's been sued for sexual assault, but he gets a job with Tampa Bay because probably Tom Brady's like, "Hey, you got right. you." Meantime, Colin Kaepernick continues not to be in there. I don't want to get too deep into that, but it is just interesting—the dynamic that goes into signing a player. Like, would you rather have a player who kneels for social injustice, or would you rather have a player who has been accused of sexual assault? Clearly. In the NFL, it's okay to have players who have had storied issues with sexual assault and Antonio Brown. But let's let me ask the question: How much will Antonio Brown help the Tampa Bay Bucks moving forward? Because Chris, Coach Bruce Arian said in March, I believe he's a diva. He won't help us. We don't need him. And now apparently they do. I think is that when it comes, you talk about Kaepernick and 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 AB. I think it's position. I think it's position. Okay. I think if Kaepernick. Yeah was a wide receiver, a running back, a DB, anything else besides quarterback, he probably would have been signed to a team years ago. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's your quarterback, which is uh, essentially the face of your franchise, yeah. uh, the guy that has the most eyeballs on him, uh, he when people look to your team, to your beacon, to your leader, is going to be your quarterback. And I think that that is the problem with Kaepernick. One of the problems, not the problem, one of the problems with Kaepernick not being able to come back is the position that he plays. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, it's all about that. If he was anything else, yeah, bigger kind of just because you can sneak AB in because yeah, sure. is number one, he's not going to be your number one wide receiver. Yeah, you've got Evans, you've got Godwin. Uh, Tom Brady is there to soak up the spotlight. You got Gronk. You brought in Fournette, who's really done nothing. Yeah, uh, Jones has carried them uh, in the running game. So what AB is going to do, he's going to have to find a way to just ease his way in. Brady mm-hmm. will find him. The bigger question is, how was Byron Leftwich and Arians going to use him? Because it took it took them a couple weeks to figure out what to do with Gronk. True. Gronk, Gronk was an inline tight end for at least three games. He didn't catch much of anything. He went off the other week. Uh, but for the first couple games, he was just blocking. He wasn't. They didn't know how to use him. Mm-hmm. And now, what do you do? Because you have Cameron Brady still there, and you're wasting OJ Howard. Just come on, sit him back this way, because you're wasting him. Tian, sorry, we, we we lost you there for a second. Your thoughts on Antonio Brown with the Bucks? Well, OJ Howard's out for the year, so I do. Okay. Uh, understand the reasoning for adding another pass catcher basically what i was getting at before i mean your third options are justin watson scotty miller these aren't exactly guys who are you know intimidating opposing defenses 
Cameron Brait, top tight end option with Rob Gronkowski, those two. I mean, I, I like Brait, but he's not exactly dynamic in the middle of the field. I mean, I just think Antonio Brown, I always go back to this with guys who haven't played in a while. He hasn't been hit. He hasn't really taken tackles in a long time. I mean, he hasn't played since week one of last year. He's fresh. He's kind of shown on Instagram or whatnot that he's still out there practicing. So Tom Brady at his age wants to win. And he will sell his soul to the proverbial devil to, to get the best pass catcher that he can get. And so, yeah, I get it. Guys, have you seen this stuff on social media, the, the TV 12, like, prepackaged foods? Have you seen these videos? Or I actually take uh, his brain pills. I don't know if it helps or not. If you, if you don't know it, from years, that's cheese man crush. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. book, he's buying the book. Hey. If Brady puts out a smoothie, he's drinking a damn smoothie. Whatever yeah. the hell Brady is, and, and, and she is going to fall lock and step right with Tom Brady. That yeah. That is his guru <laughs> in some sort of a sense. Yeah. Hey, dude, he's what, 43? So yeah. He's yeah, doing he's still playing. That, that's he looks so younger than me. So I, played, right? It's, he's, doing, he's doing something right. Homie's 43 and he just knocked off Aaron Rodgers like with with ease, yeah. like it wasn't even close. He's she gonna have like two or three more years if he keeps taking those brain pills. That's yeah, he, he does. He, he, I think he he will. You know what? This is gonna. This is an old name, and Chino. I don't even know if you know it. Frank. He's gonna be the next Steve DeBerg. Yeah, right. Steve. DeBerg. How long did Steve DeBerg play? He was like what forty five. I think he played till forty five. Yeah, and he came back like after a yeah. year off for like a run, a playoff run. But see, what I was I was saying before is it's going to be on Leftwich and Arians to find a way to use all these people. Donald Jones has he he's has has been the lead back. Yeah, you dope. still have been health wise. Fournette is, is 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 in and out, in and out. Uh, if you can find a role for Fournette, that would be great. Uh, I'm not sure you're gonna have to ease a b in, but Brady Brady banged the table for him for a reason. And let's let's just say this and and throw it out there: this between Evans, a b, and Godwin, this is the most uh, probably the most talented group he's had around him ever. Ever, I mean, even with Randy Moss there, uh, you could Randy Moss and so and so. Jesus. Yeah. Randy Walsh with Michael Jackson yeah. and, Troy Brown. and somebody else. Wow. You know, Edelman. But you know what to but to Tom Brady's uh to his his and, and Belichick's uh favor, what they were able to do, his wide receivers changed damn near every year. Every year. He yeah. had a different core of wide receivers, and after Randy Moss, not necessarily a number one. You know, you had Edelman, but that's your slot guy. Mm-hmm. That's your preferred target. But did you have a number one? like a Mike Evans? Did you have somebody at number two like Godwin and you can throw in A.B. now who a couple years back was arguably the best uh, wide receiver in the league? Uh So now you have that. But the thing is, okay, it looks great on paper. You know, like we looked at the Browns uh, two years ago. Oh, we've got uh, uh, Beckham and we've got Landry and this and that. And they win no games. Uh So it's up to Arians and Leftwich to put something together to make all of this mesh. Now, luckily, you have a guy in Brady who is the coach on the field, and he will find a way. If Brady does anything else, he spreads the ball around. Sure. He's got his favorite targets, but if you're not there, he will find somebody else. So on paper, this looks great. 
before we uh, we head out, we got to get predictions for Sunday's game. Well, how do we do last week? I think I think we predicted the Giants to win, but that's yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I predicted Washington. I was wrong. Oh, okay, that's okay. It happened. I think I went with the Giants. I don't. I don't think um, I'm, I'm going to pick them to win the game for the rest of the season. I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. The demise has been uh, early reported for this team. There's already been some infighting leaking, saying the coach sucks. They're injured. They're banged up. They got their backup quarterback. More reason to take them. So I'm taking Dallas in a squeaker, but it will be a Cowboys victory over the Washington football team. Chris, what do you have on Sunday? I've got a Washington football team victory just because of the fact that I think that the X factor will be the Washington front seven defensively. Um, putting pressure on Andy Dalton, making him uh, throw a couple picks. And to Jamal's point with Kendall Fuller playing well, having four interceptions, I think that's kind of the difference, Washington winning it late. I I, I mean, with a pick them, I don't know. Maybe they could win by one, they could win by three. It's going to be close. I, I, I agree with, with a close game. But I'm going to go Dallas. Because offensively, you know, I, I think our defensive line should – eat this game this it's it's a favorable matchup you're not going to get uh any more of a mash unit up front for a team especially who is going to have to get ezekiel elliott rolling in able in in order for dalton to hit those three wide receivers now the problem is i i have no faith in this offense whatsoever no i I don't know what scott turner uh, is going to do game plan wise yeah, you got the ball down the field a little bit more last week. But guess what? The guys you got the ball to are not playing. Isaiah Wright is out. Gandy Golden is out. You know, you have, I like I said before, you have two practice squad guys. Robert Foster be- time. Let's go. He's a burner. He's not playing. He can't play this week. Protocols. All right. Damn He's it. not eligible until week nine. Damn. So he's got to do his, his two weeks just like A.B. has to do. So he can't come up. So if you get Brown and Burdett, they will probably Burdett, they say runs four two. So he's a burner also. I but I these people have not been in, in NFL games like that. These these are not, you know, top flight guys. So you have that. And then you have you're gonna have to lean on Antonio Gibson and McKissick. Problem with that is Leighton Van der Resch is back up. Jalen Smith, if those two can do anything. They run from sideline to sideline, and they will track you down. Those are two of the most athletic linebackers probably in the league. So if you're going to try to go underneath on screen plays and try to get these guys in a flat or get McKissick on a wheel, they're going to have problems because these two linebackers that, the, 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 uh, excuse me, that Dallas has, they're timing up for them. That's what they do. They travel sideline to sideline, and they will hunt you down. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Dallas. I agree with a close game, but I – have faith in our front seven, but the lack of faith that I have that this offense would be able to put up sure. any points, uh, it's going to be a low-scoring affair. Under, okay. Yeah. Under, and Dallas is the play. All right, guys, thank you for your time. We will uh, talk to you next week, hopefully with some better news after this Washington football team Dallas game. Chris Gian, Jamal Bones, Frank Andran, thanks for checking us out. DMV Sports Roundtable Podcast. See you.